You're listening to the Joint Practices Podcast. Dad, who am I named after? You're named after my favorite thing in the world, son. With your host, Sean Lamont. I was waiting for woo, 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 Kenny, woo. Steve Knox. No, but I'm going to tell Elijah to go masturbate with maple syrup tonight. Let me know how that goes for you. And Elijah Arnold. I'm going to tell you a worse story than that right now. (laughs) I literally poured milk onto my testicles. Are you excited, girl? I'm so excited, girl. Welcome to the Joint Practices Podcast. Yo! Did it. Fucking did it. I nailed it. I'm going to get a text from my wife why that happened. Okay. (laughs) Welcome back to the Joint Practices Podcast. That's right. This is the podcast for fans, by fans. That's fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter, at 11thegoat. Tonight, episode 159. At this point in time, we are a two-man venture. It's just me and the one they call Drippy E, Mr. Elijah Arnold, on the Twitter bird at Elijah the Woat. Elijah, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. Uh, better than when they called me that, for sure. <laughs> that was a rough. That was a rough time. It is a rough time, indeed. Well. Unfortunately, Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox is nowhere to be found. Incommunicado. We're not sure where Steve is, so we're just going to roll with it, and hopefully he pops his head in here pretty soon. So let's do the thing. The thing, thing. Do the thing. All right. So we uh, actually are recording this on Tuesday, June 1st. It's about just before 10 o'clock at night. And typically, we do our podcasts on Monday night. But because of June 1st, we decided to delay one day because there was supposed to be all this movement in the NFL. There was supposed to be tons of people traded and cut. And, you know, this is the point where they can, teams can cut players with high salaries and spread that, you know, dead money over multiple years. Well, what a snooze fest this has become, because as of now, 9.51 p.m., ain't shit happened. It has been a very disappointing day. I was hoping Schefter was going to blow me up all day. Nothing. Nothing. It's not to say it won't be. Maybe Maybe we lived up. This whole June 1st thing a little too much. Maybe early June would have been better to say. Because, you know, the second that you hit something, you don't always go for it. You know, the second I turned 18, I didn't go buy a nudie mag. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, The second I turned 21, I didn't go to a bar. Yeah, I did that too. So, really, I think the story here is the NFL teams need to be more like me on my birthdays. Exactly. Uh, there was just there's nothing except but, Rex Burkhead. I mean, thank God for Rex Burkhead, or else we would probably have nothing to do tonight. That's literally the only thing. Because Rex Burkhead is now the 99th running back on the Texans roster. That's sarcasm, of course. But he does join David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, and Dontrell Hilliard. 
Yeah, so I should care about this probably more than I do. I should have any sort of opinion. But, I mean, when Rex Burkhead was called on, he was a serviceable player. He was hurt a lot. He never did anything overly flashy. But he was, you know, same Patriots running back as always. You know, right was, in between. Uh, he was good at what he did for them. Yeah, he was fine. I, uh, you know, I'm not happy to see him go, but I'm also not overly sad to see him go. It just seems like the Texans are stocking up on as many running backs as they possibly can because that's the only way they're going to be able to move the ball without Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, it's going to be ugly there. Very, very ugly. And also, I think um, Deshaun Watson might hurt too. Yeah, like, so right now, early prediction, over under two and a half wins. I'll say over. It's, I think, maybe not. I mean, I just say over because of the name, because the Texans aren't usually that bad, but no one's going to be there. You know, I'm still going to take over. I'm going to say over. I think uh, Jack Esterby somehow gets himself to three wins as the creepiest looking dude in the NFL. That might not be true. <laughs> I was just trying to pull up their schedule real quick because I'd be interested to see. I mean, they opened the season against Jacksonville. They have a chance to win that game, I guess, knowing how Jacksonville's brand-new coach, brand-new quarterback, although Tim Tebow's there, so they might be screwed anyways. Nope, it's not going to load. So it is what it is till it ain't. Yeah, I th- I think three win- wins is probably their... I think, yeah, three, two, two to four. So if you say take the over under on two and a half, I'd probably take over, but not by a lot. Huh, let's see. Yeah. Starting off with the Jags, then they have the Browns, <clears throat> then they have the Panthers, and then they hit the gauntlet of Bills, Patriots, Colts, Cardinals, Rams, Dolphins, Titans, Jets. There's a possible win. Colts again, Seahawks, Jags, Chargers, Niners, Titans. Yeah, two, maybe three wins. <laughs> they, uh,. Better hope they have their own first-round pick next year. That's all I'm saying. They're going to be so bad for so long, I think. Yeah, they're going to be one of those perennial terrible teams at this point. I bet Nick Nick Casario comes back to the Patriots in, you know, three years when he's fired. Yep. Absolute. That, that's, the, that's the Belichick coaching tree path. You leave, you fail, you come back to daddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds about right. Um, I guess we can go ahead and make the joke that the Zach Ertz trade is imminent. I'm talking like it could happen literally while we're recording this podcast. It is so close. It's right there on the tip of our tongues, but nope, nope. For the 12th week in a row, we're still hearing that the Zach Ertz trade is imminent. It was said this morning that Several teams are sniffing around, but the Eagles aren't going to give them away for free. Listen, 
I don't know if I want to hear about Zach Ertz again until this is done. Like literally every day there's just, an article about it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Tell me what the the mid to late round draft pick compensation is, and then let's move on. Because other than that, this is just the same thing over and over. Yep. I guess the Eagles did have made it known that they will not release him. But they aren't going to get ripped off either. I thought it was funny too because the Bills restructured Stefan Diggs contract and opened up enough money for Zach Ertz's contract to hit their hit their cap if they were to trade from. They're one of the teams that have been most linked. And they do need a tight end to go along with Dawson Knox. So that could be a fun one. Could be That'd be scary one. if he goes to the Bills. That would be that'd be a nice duo they had for sure. And the other imminent trade we've been talking about recently, of course, is Julio Hones, aka Julio Jones. Uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN said today that teams are watching the 49ers closely. All right, I'm going to read his tweet. Asking around the league on Julio Jones, teams are watching the 49ers closely, though uncertain how far they'd go after giving up ones for Trey Lance. Ravens would be willing to get involved at right place. High demand plus $15 million salary, a hurdle. Teams could ask Atlanta to cover some of the costs. So I guess the Niners are doing some heavy sniffing. So are the Ravens, but the Ravens don't want to pay up. Yeah, it's in the 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 price driving category now. Who's going to pay? Everyone knows he's leaving. Atlanta is going to try to get the most that they possibly can. Try to save face. Every other team is going to try to wait till it's as low as they can get it. And ultimately, someone will make an offer they finally accept. Then again, call me when we know the draft pick compensation because that's all it is now. Like where he is and what round it is. Thanks a lot, Shannon Sharp. Right. So I wanted to um, kind of move this talk in the direction of the actual cap for these teams. <coughs> oh, bless you. <coughs> bless you again. Jesus. Thank you, sir. That came out of nowhere. So I was looking at overthecap.com, and I know that while Zach Ertz is still in the roster, uh, after the June 1st designations, the I believe it was the Eagles are at about six million in cap space. And if they were to trade Zach Ertz, it would open up another eight and a half. So I mean fourteen and a half million in cap space. You could probably get a second corner. That's pretty solid. That's some that's some room to play with. So I mean, looking at this after June 1st, the Vikings are at almost 14 million in cap space. The Patriots are at 16 million in cap space. And the Saints have $61,000. That's literally less than, I think, our salary. Yours, mine, Steve's. The Saints can't pay us. And that's bad because let's be real it's not a lot above my uh, below my salary but they can't pay me 
Like if the Saints came to me and said, we want you to play pay, play quarterback. And I'm like, all right, what do you got? And they're like 61,000. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. That won't even cover my medical bills. Exactly. That does not cover my funeral and or burial. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard of a team being that low. And similarly, the Falcons only have 337,000 which they could not pay the veteran minimum for a player. Oh, another thing on the Saints as well. They only have $61,854 in cap space, and they only have 86 players on the roster. Like, they're not even at 90, man, 90 men. Yeah, that's not enough men. Of course, um, only the top 51 count against the actual salary cap, but still, that's that's pretty bad. It's not good. It's not good. So the Falcons would actually open up a bunch once they trade Julio Jones. I don't know the exact number, but it's going to be rough because they can't even sign their draft picks right now. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they've got to release players to sign players. So that's not great, but I wish them nothing but uh, the best or the worst. Who gives? Uh, I'll, before we move on to anything else, um, kind of cool. The Edmonton football team in Canada announced their new name today. Thought I'd give them a shout out to the Edmonton Elks. Solid. 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 No longer the Eskimos. They will now be known as the Edmonton Elks. And I'm here for it. The logo's kind of cool. Um. I'm sad that they didn't stay like Washington uh, as a football team. The Edmonton Canadian football team. <laughs> the Edmonton Canadian football team. That would be pretty solid. Um, I mean, pretty soon here we may have the Atlanta baseball team or something. So The Cleveland baseball team. Also the Cleveland baseball team or the, I don't know. There's so, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. There's a lot of things where a lot of people are upset one way or the other. Yep. We're going to have the San Francisco football team. People from 1849 are pissed. The 49-year-olds are pissed. Well, you know what? 49-year-olds probably are pissed because they're so fucking stupid. They don't know it's about 1849. California, am I right? <laughs> Shout out to any listeners in California. Hello. Hey, uh, the Eagles made a couple hires this week that I wanted to bring up. Um, first one, they hired... Christine Rach as the executive vice president of player personnel. She's 32 years old and came from the Canadian Football League. She worked with the Montreal Alouettes and she's now the highest ranking woman on an NFL team, which is pretty damn cool. And she's 32. So four years ago, if I was a woman, I could have worked for the Eagles. Um, yeah. That's not how that works. I know people's ages. Are you, are you at this point? People's ages are starting to make me mad. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I read it and it's like this person, blah, blah, blah. And it's 33. And I'm like that fucking piece of shit. Three years ago, I was doing exactly what I am now, except not on a podcast with you. I love you. I love you too. 
Sorry for my slightly distracted nature. No, I was good. filling in five random questions <laughs> as the person that was tasked with five random questions is not here this evening. I, I got some. Uh, you don't have to take all of them. I'm going to fill in a couple more I have queued up, and I thought we'd just like we'd just go from there. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I've got one that's kind of like one from last week, but with a little twist on it that I'm going to have fun. And I, the worst part is uh, I haven't had any time to think about this, and neither of you. Usually we get a little beforehand. We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're going we're gonna to Bill O'Reilly it, and fuck it, we'll do it live. There we go. So, yeah, all right. Got it all, all right. queued up. All right, before we go, there's one more thing. The Eagles also hired another woman. Well, she was actually promoted. Amina Solomon, she's been promoted. She started as like an intern, and now she is a pro scout, which is pretty damn dope. And I just wanted to give her a shout-out because she's in Philly, and her Twitter handle is at Mean Mill. Her name is Amina Solomon, like uh, Meek Mill. I get but it. But she goes by Mean Mill. I was like, I that's am, pretty dope. That's very, clever. I'm very hip and uh, with the kids these days. Hip to the jive. That is a very dope Twitter handle there, Mean Mill. It is lit AF, I would say. Yes. Definitely. I'll have to find out next week if I use that correctly. Yes. Literature as found. All right. And how about the Vikings, Steve? Well, the Vikings did something stupid. I'm upset. <laughs> uh. And the Patriots. Patriots didn't do anything, and I don't, I don't fucking care. I should, I really should. I'm finding it hard until they start playing football again. Um, I'm honestly bandwagoning the Bruins pretty hard right now. Well, like, there is 100 days till opening day, just so you know. Perfect, 100 days till opening day. I will start paying attention when actual team activities besides voluntary workouts begin. I know. I can't wait till July. Although we do have some pretty cool ideas for some shows coming up that can be more football related. Unfortunately, lately, it's just been a whole bunch of tomfoolery because fuck all we have to do anyways. Because it's stupid. Stupid doo-doo heads. It's not going to be until August until we get into our preseason goals, our power rankings, our 53-man roster shows, the season prediction, and then Tuesday, September 6th, be ready, folks, because that's when we're going to record the week one preview with our first pick -em of the season. So some things to look forward to. It's the first day of June, and we're looking forward to August 10th to talk about football. <laughs> oh, well. Well, Elijah. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. this is, it's just a show and we're just doing it. Doing it, doing it, doing Did it. Did I well. bring my full tumbler and cocktail shaker to the room with oh me? Oh my God. That yes, is my I bad. I would like to formally apologize to you, Elijah. I accept. I didn't ask you what you were drinking tonight. Oh, whiskey sours this evening. Uh, I decided to get on a little cocktail kick, and okay. this is the, the most cock of the tails I can think of. Not too bad. Guess what I tried for the first time? What was it? I tried a Sam Summer Citrus Wheat. Okay. All right. 
it was delicious. It tasted like a Leinenkugel, but that's what I was gonna say. I haven't maybe tried just it, a little heavier. But what pops in my head would be a Leinenkugels. And I like Leinenkugels, so I like them on extremely hot summer days. That nice, that nice refreshing. Are we stalling to see if Steve's gonna? Or are we just? We're just rolling. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying ah over and over. <laughs> and I don't think it's, I don't think it's great podcasting. This is, this is awesome podcasting. <sighs> Two guys talking about drinks. I, I think, Must I think listen. we got some pretty solid questions though. All right, let's get to some questions then. All right, let's uh, delete them as we go because I didn't put them in order or anything. All right, so whatever. I'll go first, and then I'll do. Do you believe in ghosts? Let me tell you this. Yes. And I'll tell you why. True story. All right. True story about to hit you. When growing up, lived on a street called Brook Street. And Brook Street in Sanford, Maine is notorious, notoriously known as not a good place. Just a shitty street. It's a lot of punks and idiots. And growing up, me, 25 years ago-ish. I had my own room. It was this little tiny room, like twin bed on the floor took up most of the room. But like this was the, we called middle room. And I'm laying in bed one night and I can see my door. I can see the light switch. All of a sudden the light turned on. Nope. I don't like it already. I was like, what? The? I get up, shut the light off. I lay back down, I'm laying down like five minutes later, the light turns on. And I'm like, there's got to be something wrong with this fucking thing. So I go back, hit the light switch. I turn around, and the light switch went on again. At this point, I was starting to freak out. So I turn around. I'm going to just stared at it for a minute. Nothing. Flipped it. Back off. Went, laid down. And at this point, I'm like staring at it because I want to see it. All of a sudden, the light switch goes up, down, up, down, up, down. Lights flashing. That was it. That was my last night in that room. Ah, man. All right. I'll tell you why I don't believe in ghosts. And it's because of that fucking story. Because if (laughs) ghosts are real, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I get scared enough just thinking about like regular murderers. Like, or like, I don't know, people talking to me at line at Hannaford. Like, I get scared about that stuff. If there's actually ghosts, then this is going to be a problem for me. And also... Does that mean they've been watching me masturbate for the last 30 years? Because if there's just some because <laughs> if there's some creepy demonic or, or or ethereal spirit just floating around the room just watching me abuse myself, like this is I'm, I so that's why I don't believe, and it's mostly out of self-preservation. Because <laughs> if they are real, then I have got some problems. I'm hoping um, Granny Larson ain't in the that's, room. That's the other thing when it's like, well. Your ancestors are looking down on you, and it's like, is do they like stop during certain points, or is that an all the time thing? Like, is my grandfather looking down while I'm like surfing Pornhub, like trying to find something to finish myself off? Is he like, no, that's the wrong page? No, you gotta go to page three on that. Because if he is, like, when when I get up there or down there, depending, there's gonna be some weird conversations. that I don't think either of us is prepared for. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. 
let me pick a question then from your lovely list here. What's the silliest thing you are passionate about? Uh, grilled cheese. Do tell. So there are people that think that you can add certain things to a grilled cheese and still call it a grilled cheese, and that's not true. So a grilled cheese, for anyone listening, is bread, cheese. You can add butter. You can add salt. You can add all these little things, and that's what a grilled cheese is. When you start to add other things, you have now created some sort of cheese melt or other type of sandwich. A for bacon example, and cheese sandwich. Exactly. It's a it's a it's a bacon melt with cheese and tomato. It's a tomato melt. It's a tuna melt. These are all different Gross. things. I I agree, but still, it's they're, they're <laughs> different things. Uh, what a grilled cheese is is not that. You have bread, you have cheese, and you can flavor it a little bit with salt and pepper and butter if you want to. That's what a grilled cheese is. If you call something that isn't a grilled cheese a grilled cheese, uh, you're a monster. That's what I'm passionate about. That's a good answer. And you could ask me 32 times that I would have probably never, ever guessed you were going to go to grilled cheese. Probably not. But also, as a backup, when I, I'm like, hey, William, do you want a grilled cheese? And he's like, yeah. I'm never like, do you want some tomato on it? Or like, it's assumed it's bread and cheese because that's what it is. There's no reason for adults to ruin it. True. I hate the term adult grilled cheese, too. Oh, we're you making that on the adult grilled cheese. You see that on menus. It's like, no, I mean, don't. When you hit 18, you can't just have bread and cheese anymore. You have to have accoutrement. No. Give Full me a grilled cheese and say thank you for coming to your restaurant. Same page, bud. Nice. What's the where's the location you've had the best grilled cheese? There's a food truck that came around, and now admittedly I was drunk. Um, but they had grilled cheese, and it was at Grateful Grain Brewing. I don't even know the name of the food truck. I just know that I was three sheets to the wind, and I ordered <laughs> three grilled cheese, and I ate them all, and they were just bread and cheese. Also, I know my wife tried to pay with a card, and there was a big sign that said cash only. So then we ran across the street to the ATM because we already put our order in. To make sure that we could pay them for our grilled cheese. Nice. There's yes. a food truck that's based out of North Conway called Cheese Louise. Mm. They do artisan style grilled cheeses. Like they'll do the fancy ones, but they have one that's just a grilled cheese. Like, but they make them on like a panini press oh, yeah. type of thing, and it's got that crust. Oh, very tasty. I bet. I'm hungry right now. Me too. Oof! I forgot what we were even talking about. Besides uh, the, sil cheese. the silliest thing you're passionate about. Oh, silliest thing you're passionate about. It's probably Disney World. Like, you are very passionate about it, but very, in no way, uh, in any sort of small grouping for that. Uh, you may not look like all the other people that are so passionate <laughs> about it, but there's a lot of you. I'm also very passionate about the television show the oc that hasn't been on tv for 15 plus years okay we we Shaped both my life we both definitely went 
uh, a different way than I think the other one thought we would. Because I had no idea that the OC was coming up or that it would ever be <laughs> ever be mentioned on this podcast. Seth Cohen stand right here, baby. Yeah, baby. All right, let's look. Let's look. All right. If you had to choose, this is probably a quick one. If you had to choose exclusively, would you live in a place with cold weather? And let's call it, let's call it 40, 40 degrees or hot weather. Let's call it 95. Put me on the sun. Oh my I God. I love the heat. You I are would rather be hot fucking than cold. monster. Go to hell. <laughs> the only time Go I like to be cold to is hell. I I would rather be cold every moment of every day than oh, hot. No way. Uh, my wife and I struggle in the car because she's like, I'm so cold. And she'll put the heater on. And I try to be nice about it. I try. I'm not always. And I just instantly start sweating. I feel <laughs> I feel I the am. hot air <laughs> blowing, <laughs> blowing on my face. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> And she's wearing like a down jacket and she brought a blanket from bed and also she's got a heating pad and she's like, it's so cold. I'm like, it's, oh my God. So yeah, I, I, I always would rather be cold. I went and moved to Florida for two years and it was mm. a goddamn nightmare. I just sat in my apartment 24-7 in the <laughs> air conditioning. I would go outside and just be like, Jesus Christ, these fucking people. Um and I was there in like January and February. So there, you know, some January, February days, it'd be like 45, 50 degrees. I'm cruising around feeling great. I'm in a shirt <laughs> and T-shirt, shorts and T-shirt. And people are looking at me like, are you homeless? Do you have nowhere to go? And I'm like, what are you talking? This is comfortable, guys. The sun's out. The wind's blowing. This is great. And they're like, oh, we, you poor, poor boy. Here, come here. Warm by the fire. No, yeah, I hate, I hate, I hate hot weather, and we're coming this summer, so that should be really fucking cool. <laughs> uh, I'm the kind of guy that I want to open my front door and just feel my ball start sweating, just start crying right down my leg. Bring it on, baby! All right, for example, for example, hold on, we have breaking news, breaking news on the Joint Practices podcast. That's right. You heard it here first. Super Sticky Steve Knox has arrived to the podcast. I hope Steve? he's ready to go. We got two questions for him to catch up on. <laughs> um, but first, I'm going to finish my point about cold. So currently outside, it is 57 degrees. And I have got the fans blowing in here to make it freezing because I love it. Superdor Von Hinkelstein, how you doing? I am doing. He is doing. He's doing the stuff. So, so very. Is my mic making a weird noise? No, no it's, it's very normal unless this is a ghost. Oh, because what's it called? When I, when I muted my mic, it was uh, nice and clean, and now it's buzzing. I'm yeah. not picking up any buzzing. We got no buzz on this grows. If you know what I'm saying, it's not a real thing. Hey, Steve, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I think we've already gone over this, haven't we? I don't know, but that was Maybe. one of Elijah's questions it a minute ago. plays a prominent role in tonight's episode, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always kind of questioned it. Thought I saw some weird things growing up. Oh, my God. I didn't even tell the uh, story. Yeah. This, the fact that Sean and I were driving together 
through Sanford and came around a corner where there is a graveyard on the right-hand side of the road that we were driving on. And literally I threw my hand out and put it on Sean's shoulder because I thought there was a woman standing in the road and he slammed on the brakes and a gust of wind, she was gone. Not just a woman, the, my ex-girlfriend's mom who had recently died. Well, we're going to call it on that question for tonight. <laughs> Let's get back to something funnier because now I'm, ugh, I don't like it. How am I going <laughs> to run to bed now in the dark? Great. <laughs> Ghosts can see in the dark. Yeah, but not if I'm under a blanket. Hey, Elijah, I'm they pretty see what sure. you're doing in the dark. <laughs> I hope not. They're going to be pretty fucking disgusted by that. All right, Elijah. What All do we right. got? I don't know. Uh, it's your turn to pick. All right. Bring back one movie star to life. Ready, go. Is it So if we're bringing them back to acting movies today, I'm going to try to think of a movie star that would... Chris Farley. Okay. That was my first That'd be pick. good. See, you guys are being serious about who would do well. I want like a movie star from the past. I want to bring back Lawrence Olivier and see if he can pull off that. Nope. Never mind. I'm going to bring back John Wayne. Let's let's see what John Wayne would do in some some modern action movies. Like not even like Pilgrims. Not even young John Wayne. I want old fat John Wayne like teamed up with The Rock in like Wayne and The Rock and uh, see what they do. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, but when I first thought of this question, Chris Farley was the first one that popped into my head. That's a good one. Then I was like, you know, what would it have been like if like River Phoenix did an OD? Yeah. Had his whole career in front of him. All right. Do you want to switch over to the, the Steve Knox questions of the night? Or what are we doing here? You got, got some lined line up. up. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Question number one. You're the ruler of a new country. What do you call it? I was going to go with Peter Land, but the gay guy down the street took it. <laughs> what do I call it? I think I'll. Nope, there's so many. Nope, I'm steering clear of anything political. I was going to say Israel, too. Um... <laughs> New Israel. <laughs> Back better than the original. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> it's a weird place to go where are you going on vacation pass (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah sean landia Landia. (laughs) sounds great all right Um, maybe a little simpler question here which one of the seven dwarfs would you be and before you answer that elijah name the seven dwarfs Okay, before I answer, I need to name them because I already know which one I would be. So we have got Sleepy, Doc, Bashful, and I am looking at the screen the whole time. I'm not, there's no typing. Sleepy, Doc, 
Bashful. Oh, I'm running out. Is it Grumpy one of them? Yep. Grumpy. Uh, happy? Yep. I'm at five. Sneezy? Mm-hmm. That's six. <laughs> and then horny? <laughs> Close. Was it that one? Dopey's a seven. Dopey. Ah. Uh, I would. Well, actually, now that I know Dopey. Dopey. <laughs> I was going to go with Sleepy, but Dopey sounds pretty familiar. Yeah, I think I'd be Dopey for sure. <laughs> Seconded. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You want to send it to a formal vote, you piece of shit? <laughs> no, majority rules. <laughs> yeah, dopey. I'm probably grumpy. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely be grumpy as well. <laughs> I think you'd, you'd have to Why kick me out of that Why you have role. to be mad? <laughs> it's just a game. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> Why you have to be mad? All right. You're now the sixth member of the Spice Girls. What is your spice handle? Dopey. <laughs> Dopey Spice. <laughs> Dopey Spice. <laughs> Trying to picture Dopey as a Spice Girl. <laughs> he's just in all those stupid fucking costumes. And he's in that goddamn terrible movie. And everyone's like, why is Dopey here? And he's like, I'm a fucking Spice Girl. <laughs> I'd have to be something funny. <laughs> I mean, Dopey Spice got some laughs. I don't know. Everything's so cheesy. I'll be cheesy spice. Easy spice. All right. Um, uh, all right. You have the opportunity to teach your pet a phrase. What do you want it to say? I'm the baby. I... I'm the baby. I wanted to say I love you. No. I wanted to say I'm proud of you. That way, when my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, I can go to the cat and I can be like, cat, I did another podcast. And the cat will say, I'm proud of you. Something that <laughs> I think I would teach Penny to say, I have three legs. So that whenever someone is like, hey, Penny, get off the couch. I have three legs. Does she really have three legs? Yeah, I have a three-legged cat. Oh. Uh -huh. Penford Allegheny. That's so cute. I would teach one of the ducks to say good day, shopkeeper. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> or you could teach it to say like Peter, Meg, Brian, dog. <laughs> uh, okay. If every time you entered a room, you had entrance music, what would the song be? Uh, well, if I if I chose the song versus like what an accurate representation of what it should be, those would be two very different songs. Um, if I chose it, it'd be like Vader's entrance music from Star Wars. If it's actually like, like what people think when I enter a room, it'd be a lot sadder. Um, it'd probably be something like, 
hi-ho. I think the dopey jokes played out. I think I'd go with something depressing, like I would follow you into the dark from Death Cab, because when I walk in, like the whole vibe just goes down. Everyone's like, well, we were having fun, and now we're all thinking about how fleeting life is and how everything ends. Yeah, you seem more like Seth a Cohen's favorite band. You seem more like a uh, the district sleeps alone tonight. That's a good one. Smear yep. black ink. <laughs> My palms are sweaty. <laughs> I just start shaking hands with people, and they're like, "These are some fucking sweaty palms." I was like, yeah, it's in my theme song, asshole. At first, I was going to say Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme because the glass breaks and then here I am. But I think my theme song would have to be Happily Ever After. The theme song to the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom at Disney World. I wish whenever I walked in a room, it was just Sean yelling, yo. (laughs) Yo! going to ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> Elijah just keeps walking in and out of the, the kitchen. I'm drinking beer, so yeah, I got to yeah, go to the yeah, bathroom yeah, yeah. all these times. And they're like, can you stop going pee? We're sick of Sean Lamont yelling yo during Thanksgiving dinner. It's like, hey, I didn't choose this. It chose me. Not bad at all. Um, all right. The next question a witch's spell has turned you into an inanimate object, a non-electrical object. To break the spell, you need to get a hundred people to touch you. What object would you be? I mean, we all know what we're all thinking, right? <laughs> Tampon? Nope. Oh. You what? <laughs> <laughs> that was really what you were thinking? No. Oh. <laughs> I was okay. Thinking, uh, toilet flusher. That's a good one. That's a, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's really people smart. Touch me in a day. I. I think I'll go with doorknob. I'm a doorknob. All right. And the final question that I have is: If you had to have sex with a cartoon character, who would it be? Lola Bunny. <laughs> I don't know why we need well, to talk about a country, but just Lola bunnies just hanging out. I don't. I don't know why we need to talk about it. Like, there's one answer, and I just gave it. Talk, talking about ghosts and ancestors looking at us in the past. If they are doing that, they would have seen like nine-year-old Elijah furiously masturbating to Lola Bunny time after time after time. While time listening to R, time. while listening to R. Kelly sing, I believe I can fly. <laughs> just, just abusing myself while that child rapist who pees on women is singing in the background, and I'm looking at a cartoon bunny in a Space Jam uniform, and I'm just getting fucking weird. And my grandfather's dead, and he's looking down from heaven, and he's like, "I fought the Nazis for this." <laughs> This is why we fought the Nazis. So my piece of shit grandson can sit in his room and listen to a pedophile sing I believe I can fly while he masturbates the Lola buddy.
I was going to say Jessica Rabbit, but your answer was better. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Grant Goodeve. Thanks, didn't ask me. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit, also very attractive. No Lola, but that's fine. <sighs> I'm still amazed right. at how quickly you answered that. <laughs> I mean, I, apparently I've been thinking about it for a while. <laughs> like, for whatever reason, what's the country name? I don't fucking care. Hey, if you could have sex with a cartoon character, it's just like, boom. The hottest rabbit I've ever seen. <sighs> All right. I have a few questions left. Some of them are quicker. You know, Steve just got on. We got nowhere to be. Um, here's more of an informative one. Uh, if you could only have sex in the morning or at night for the rest, you had to pick one morning or night. What would you pick? Night. I'll go with morning. Also morning all day, every day. Night sex is for young people, like young people <laughs> that care what they look like when they have sex. Yeah. yeah. Morning sex is for people that have been together for a while that just want to start the day off. Right. <laughs> they don't care that like, they don't care hair is everywhere. They don't care like if the retainer is still in. <laughs> it's just like, all right, you know what I look like at my worst. I know what you look like at your worst. Let's just let's just knock this thing out. <laughs> you know, tonight I'm going to be tired and probably drunk. The only difference is I'll last longer at night. <laughs> Very true. But who's got the time? What's something everyone looks stupid doing? Eating a banana. Eating a banana. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, mine was running to pick up a ping pong ball. <laughs> you ever play ping pong and the ball bounces away? Everyone does that little like, oh, gotta grab the ping pong ball. Like everyone just like the biggest, most manly of men look like little dancing fairies trying to pick up a bouncing <laughs> ping pong ball. <laughs> Uh, All right, we're we're getting through. We're getting mine through. is anyone who puts anything other than cheese on a grilled cheese. Yeah, fuck those people. Yeah, you look stupid doing that. Okay, you can design <laughs> a four-person dinner. It's not eating, but like the people there. You're not eating four people. Sorry. Let's do that one. That one's better. <laughs> Lola Bunny, Jessica Rabbit, uh, Bambi, Bambi. Oh, Bambi for sure. Okay. So it's you and three other people, and you get to pick them. I'm glad Elijah's answer wasn't Bambi on my question. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to pick them. How do you design the most entertaining dinner for yourself? Either people that hate each other, people that don't know each other, but that would be awkward. Seth Rogen. Okay. Hmm. Get somebody who's Gandhi. Seth Rogen. Gandhi. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Gandhi. Who? And me. One other person. Hall of History. The original Ragnar Lothbrook. That would be a very interesting dinner. Um, one of them doesn't speak English, but will definitely <laughs> murder the other two. Imagine Gandhi talking about peace to Ragnar Lothbrok, who just wants to raid and pillage. That'd be pretty cool. 
and they start arguing and seth wrote uh seth rogan's like dude 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 hit this chill out dude dude <laughs> and then ragnar is just a giggly little mess because he's high off his ass that's a pretty good one i like that one um i was gonna go with jfk uh uh oswald and then uh maybe for a little fun throw in uh ginger from gilligan's island so i go with jfk <laughs> the guy that shot him and ginger from gilligan's island <laughs> yeah that's the one that's what i'm going with <laughs> So he'll be like, dude, why'd you shoot me? And then Ginger from Gilligan's Island's like, hello, boys. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there like, let's see what happens, man. All right, last one. What is something you didn't realize as a kid? A lot. (laughs) Well, pick one. What'd you think? Something I didn't realize. I'm trying to think of the last time I said some, one of those. I was today years old when I. Oh, yeah. Here's what I didn't realize. When my parents said, because I said so, I did not realize how many times I would say that in my <laughs> life and really fucking mean it. <laughs> like, maybe I have the actual answer. I probably do. I'm an adult. I know the actual answer. But when, you know, my son's like, why? I'm like, you know what? Just because I fucking said, I try not to swear, but it happens. Um, And he's like, that's not a reason. And I hear me saying it to my parents. And then I hear them saying, yeah, it is a reason. And he's like, it's not a reason. And then I say, oh, it's a reason. So I guess, I guess my answer would be like, when you're a kid, you think everyone's got it figured out and they know everything. And really, everyone's just as dumb as everyone else. William thinks I'm the smartest guy in the world. I'm an idiot. I want to have sex with Lola Bunny. (laughs) That was a realization to uh, find out or not realize how tired my parents actually were. That's exactly, exactly. We, you know, we all go play outside and then we come back in and my dad's fucking snoozing on the couch. And I'm like, dad, why, why are you sleeping in the middle of the day? Now I get it. And he can't wake up and say, because you're such a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> he <But> could. <laughs> it's, a, it's implied. Well, you want to know what's something that's stupid? I find stupid. This is something that drives me nuts is we grew up and they told us how important school was and we had to learn all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. So we learned all this stuff about how many oceans there are on this planet and Four. is Pluto a planet? Yes. Yes. Like my kids Fuck are you, going Neil to school Tyson. and they're doing all this stuff. Some of the stuff they're learning. I'm like, it's not true. My oldest daughter a few months ago, I think I might've talked about this. She's listening to some like scientist teacher, you know, on the zoom call not her actual teacher. It's like watching a video. And this lady's talking about the Southern Ocean, which is around Argentina, the Southern Ocean. I'm like, fuck, there was no Southern Ocean when I was in school. Pluto was a planet. That was like 20 years ago. 
You can't just change the rules, man. Who was playing? Well, sometimes you can. Sometimes yeah. the rules are bad. Well, like the rules of the solar system. Okay, I agree. You can't change physics. <laughs> Gravity's gravity, bitches. Put that on the intro. Gravity bong, bitches. There is a lot more useful stuff that they could teach you in school, especially in high school. That would. All uh, right, there's a question. One you. thing you wish you would have learned in high school. I wish I would have learned about basic finance. No, I wish I would have learned about cryptocurrency, even though it didn't exist. I'd be a trillionaire. Yep. I wish they would have taught us the importance of 401k. Also important. I literally didn't start mine until I was 30. I mean, I learned about that in economics <laughs> stuff. I think... More than anything was, uh, we were always told in school to, well, go to college for something that you like, because then you can have a job that you like and you can be happy. When really what they should have said is, go to school to do this, because it makes a lot of money. <laughs> money I probably would have been more buy. incentivized to uh, work harder in college to, uh, you know, make money rather than go to college to be like, I am I can already see clearly two years in that I'm completely wasting my time. <laughs> you oh. just got to make the money. They told that same thing to me, go to school for the job you want. And I went to film school. So naturally, I pick up boxes of dairy products and put them on wooden pallets. In a very Sometimes artistic manner. It's a hell of a movie. Yeah. Go ahead and ask me any movie. Steve, um, tell me a movie. Jaws. I used to be That's able to a do a fun movie. trick where you could name an actress and I could name what movie she's been nude in. <laughs> that was back when I worked at Canal Street Video. <laughs> oh, I could do it now. Here, just ask me. I mean, I don't need to ask you. I could ask Google if I really wanted to. It was more about proving my prowess, Steve, but thanks <laughs> for being a fucking downer. <laughs> What Elijah learned is how to be Google. Yep. Pretty sure my dad's still asking Jeeves, but that's all right. <laughs> Search engine of choice is a dog pile. Metacrawler. Steak and think, cheese. Can't think of any other search engines. I feel like we've gone off the rails a little. Netscape Navigator. That was an internet browser for sure. The leading internet browser until the introduction of uh, Internet Explorer. True that. Double true. 38th and Broadway. Step on it, sucker. Hey, if, uh, thinking? if you could drink in any fictional bar, which one would you drink in? And why is it Cheers? It's not a fictional bar. It's an actual place. You can Cheers physically actual, go there. Yeah. Not the set. It wasn't filmed in the bar. Yeah, it was. It's not what I heard at Walmart. <laughs> you guys are getting sassy. Uh, let's see. Did I Google it? Yeah, I Googled it to just give myself a reminder. I'm going to. So, like, is it oh, just. Oh, found it. Average. Lounge, Parks and Rec. 
well here hold on hold on is it like a just any bar during the day or is it like say you pick something from a show is the cast there sure doesn't matter same answer snake hole lounge parks and rec <laughs> uh, i was gonna go with how i met your mother oh yep 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 yeah that would be a fun one except not the bar that sean's talking about but the secret vikings bar that's in new york for some reason <laughs> Snake Hole Lounge. I would just go there just to see Ron Ron Swanson do the little fucking dance when he gets smashed off snake juice or whatever it was called. I hope they still have snake juice when I go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of multiple occasions. It's time to be a good human, folks. Hopefully everybody is vaccinated by now. If not, it's incredibly easy to do it. Literally ask anyone for help. Somebody will help you. My advice, if you live near a Walgreens, download the Walgreens app. It literally is the first thing that pops up on their app. And you click your name, blah, 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 blah. Search. It tells you all the available appointments. You could probably get one tomorrow. Do it. Do it for yourself, do it for your family, do it for the guy you never know that you walk by in the supermarket as he's going to get more beer. Guy, dude. He's probably got a Lola Bunny shirt on. Yeah, totally. Hey, <laughs> speaking of that, or you can tweet us at Joy Practices at 11 to go at the knock says at Elijah the Woe. Send us a tweet with the hashtag Lola Bunny Power Hour and let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear more from you. Wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, share it with your friends. We need more reviews. More Lola Bunny reviews. Yes. Just leave us a review that says Lola Bunny thumbs up or Lola Bunny thumbs down. Anybody. If you leave Everybody. a Lola Bunny thumbs down, I will drive to your house and I will find you and we will have a talk about it. It's going to make you into his Lola Bunny bitch. If you've made it this far, congratulations. This has been episode 159 of the Joint Practices Podcast. You can also be on our show if you wanted. Email us jointpracticespod at gmail.com and we will give you your very own episode. Next week will be episode 160 when the Zach Ertz trade will be eminent, folks. Pins and needles. Imminent. Eminent. Imminent. Impotent. Good night. That's that first stop. I'll let you say that guy's name because you like to say Groove Hill. Granny Larson, I'm sure she'd love to hear it, so yeah, she'll love all the swear words and dank jokes, it'll be great.